you know what the problem is that I'm having with this podcast is like I procrastinate doing it so much till the day that it, I'm trying to put out new episodes every Monday. So it literally is currently Monday morning and this episode is going to go up by like Monday afternoon, Monday evening. But you know, when people have podcasts are like super organized and they're planning the whole week and they have a record day and then they edit and then they blah, blah, blah. No, like mine is literally, I think of the idea that morning and then I'm like, all right, let's do this. But I'm I need to get better at it. I really need, I'm calling myself out right now. I need to like, I don't know, be more organized with it because maybe throughout the week, if I'm like thinking of a topic, I'll grab more information on it. You know what I mean? So I just need to rant about that for a second. But anyways, this episode is on fear, which is everyone struggles with fear. I feel like I'm currently struggling with this. So I wanted to do this topic because this weekend I went to um, an open house for a college I want to go to for grad school because, yeah, I might go back to school because I literally have no idea what to do with my life, okay? It's just I'm in a crisis right now. But moving on, um, do I think going back to school is the right decision? Probably not, but I don't know what else to do. So um, anyways, if you're having this issue, hit me up. So college did not prepare me for the real world. Okay, so while I was at this fair this weekend, I went with my mom and she was like so excited everywhere. Like she's like, oh my God, oh my God. And like she's running around asking people questions and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let her rock and I'm just going to like sit down at this table. And I sat next to this girl and after like five minutes of silence, she looked over at me and was like, do you know how to get upstairs? And I just blankly stared at her because I was sitting right next to the staircase and after literally a minute of silence she goes oh my god please ignore what I just said you're literally sitting right next to the stairs but anyways I started hysterically laughing I don't know why I thought this was like the funniest interaction ever and me telling the story doesn't make it seem as funny you had to be there you had to be there you know what I mean anyways then me and this girl ended up talking for like an hour and we got into some really deep topics and this is where now this is stemming from okay so and also Maybe it's just because Connecticut is, like, such a small state, but then turns out I was friends with, like, her friends, and then we, you know, we had, like, that mutual. It's so weird how small the world is like that. You ever hear that fact that you're only seven people away from knowing someone? Like, if you were to just go across the world to Japan or something and you met someone, they would know someone who would know someone who would know someone who, you know, at times seven that would eventually know you. I don't know how true that is, but it is an interesting thing to think about. Like, we're all sort of interconnected. Okay, I need to get back on track. Let's, like, get into the zone here. So, I met this girl this weekend. Huge coincidence, you know, and then on top of that, she knew people I knew. Like, just weird, universal things working together. But we brought up the conversation of fear because she reiterated, I kind of knew this already, but she kind of, like, reiterated, oh my god, reiterated it to me that every emotion stems from two places it's either love or fear right you're sad what you're in fear you're angry what are you fearing right now you know it's like every emotion you can kind of take and realize that it's rooted in fear or then every happy emotion is kind of rooted in love so maybe that's a very a simplistic way of describing it but when she said that to me it made a lot more sense. So I wanted to fixate on fear because every, you know, love, maybe we'll do another episode on love because 
that heart chakra, mine, it feels like a rock right now. I definitely need to heal that. But I wanted to focus on fear. Now, I did some research here and fear, its whole purpose is to keep us safe from danger. So you don't really do anything risky or because it, it, okay, if you do anything risky or unknown, it's going to bring up this feeling of fear again. And this is kind of like, I, I don't know, when I think of fear, I like to think of my inner teen I kind of refer to my inner, you know, your inner child. Like, I have an inner teen who's, I also call it my inner critic. It's like, everything I do, this fucking cunt is just like, that's wrong. That's wrong. Why are you doing that? You need to be on an exact schedule to the T. And by the way, you're ugly today. You're hideous. And by the way, you're not perfect. So you're never going to make it. Like, that's the inner teen. It's like, it's actually terrifying to like live in my brain. But anyways, we don't want to get rid of fear. Because, you know, think of like little kids who literally have no fear and then they just, or think about a person who has no fear. Like they're just going to climb to the top of a roller coaster and like jump off of it and say YOLO. You know what I mean? We do need a little bit of fear to keep us alive. Okay. So we don't want to completely get rid of it because (laughs) we don't want to die. You know what I mean? But we do need to acknowledge it. And the key here is to take action despite having fear. You know what I mean? There are like a huge spectrum of fears out there, right? Whether it's like a legit phobia that you have or that you're afraid of something more existential like death or that maybe something a little bit, I'm not trying to invalidate saying like one's bigger than the other, but then maybe something more like smaller scale internally of maybe you have a fear of not being good enough or some people for instance fear the rain I love the rain personally but you know when you hear when it rains out and people get upset saying oh I had a hair appointment today and now my hair is gonna be ruined oh now I can't go to the beach it's ruined it's ruined are things that are really ruined or is it really just kind of like the mind set that you have and what you're telling yourself So I think fear, we have like to get rid of the fear and really analyze what it is. You need to take a look into your own mind and realize where these thoughts are stemming from, right? And this is like something, so I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I am trying to like learn a little bit about Buddhism and stuff like that. And one of the main things is a concept kind of like you don't really own your thinking. It just kind of happens and you know because it right if you were the boss of your own thoughts why would you choose to feel depressed why would you choose to feel anxious why would you choose to have so much self-hatred and even potentially self-harming thoughts you know wouldn't if you were the boss of your own mind wouldn't you just want to be happy and bubbly and love in there so the the problem is you you know i mean we could being me i'm like where does thinking coming from where are the thoughts coming from if it's not me you know, if anyone ever read like Eckhart Tolle, he talks into this whole realization he had. I don't even know how to explain it because it's like such a topic that I can't even fathom. But he's like, the eye that's thinking is not the eye that's, I don't know how he explained it. I'm not even going to try actually to attempt that. But point is, you don't own your thinking. So I'm like, where are these thoughts coming from? You know, if you have any like theories, let me know. But I just remember reading something that's depending on like how 
you your vibrations come off you know say you're in a really like a deep dark depressed state or even if you take something like alcohol that's going to lower your vibrational frequency that allows other entities and beings to kind of like come in to your mind and implement different thoughts and like thoughts are just vibrations you know what I mean basically and when you have a higher vibration that's when like you can connect more with higher beings and love and light and stuff like that so I also think your vibrational frequency has something to do with it but then also like if you're thinking negative thoughts and then you're just spiraling yourself into a negative hole even more and then it allows darker entities entities to feed on that so see now we're like spiraling now you gotta like bring it back but who knows where the fuck thinking comes from okay also um i just thought of this thing you ever see that theory that's like a thought chooses someone like say you have this big million dollar idea to do something that that thought like chooses you and if you choose not to take that thought the thought vibration will like drift to another person it thinks is ready for that thought aren't thoughts weird like I'll be passing someone and I'll just think something and I'm like whoa that was not me that thought that what is going on right now that is not my thought so anyways you don't really own your thinking but you and you you can't stop thinking too you know if I were to say right now in the next minute stop thinking don't think about the work you have don't think about what you're going to eat later don't think about a pink elephant this is my favorite one don't think about a pink elephant and what are you thinking of right now you're thinking of a pink elephant like the brain doesn't it can't you know what I mean so I mean people practice like the the idea of not thinking and I I try this you know in meditations and stuff like that and a lot of monks do this but it's very difficult to just like be a complete blank slate so instead of trying to stop thinking just learn how to not engage with these thoughts you're not your thoughts and you're not your emotions you're the third person observer of these things but try not to get so attached to them and I think I mentioned this before but like I like to think of my thoughts as clouds I kind of just watch them pass by and I just you know oh there goes the cloud bye-bye like it's I'm not like I'm not becoming that cloud I'm not I'm not that I don't identify as a cloud therefore I don't identify as that thought I'm having so why am I going to become that thought I'm having so oh my god I just like spiraled on thinking and thoughts but that's where fear is coming from fear is literally just a thought in your head and when you dive into this stuff and realize like at the end you will still be okay that's how you kind of get rid of this fear okay so I'm gonna I want to bring up like because now I'm like rambling on what fear is but how to actually implement this into your life in sort of the long-term benefits of like getting rid of your fear you know what I mean so let's all take out our journals or you know save this episode for when you have a journal or just do it in your head whatever I don't give a fuck okay I personally journaled this this is called a like a fear setting exercise right so one question to ask yourself is what is your fear costing you if you let it win so first, like, you know, think of like your what you're fearful of and then kind of what it's costing you. Like for me, mine is my dream life. And then I like listed it in detail. Like if I don't take these actions, like this is what the fear is costing me. And another question to ask yourself is what happens if you listen to your fear and do what it says? Where will you be in the next year? Where will you be in the next five years? Where will you be in the next 10 years? And so on, whatever. So, 
for me, like, I'll just say my answers to these questions because why not? Sharing is caring. So, like I said before, fear is costing you my dream life. And then what happens if I listen to my fear? My fear will control me and I'll stay stuck. Maybe I'll probably still be in my same hometown. I'll Maybe I'll stop exploring my creative side. Maybe I'll work a job that I don't particularly enjoy. So, like, this is everything my fear is costing me if I don't move on, you know? So, the next exercise you can do maybe you can do this before this I don't know don't just do it whenever order you want is making okay so what I did was I made four columns and in each column I wrote what is the fear what is the worst that could happen if that were to happen what would I do to bounce back and will I survive so that's how kind of like I set it up so my first I and I wrote down like a list of all my fears I just like you know, brainstorm here, just let it all loose. Journaling is like really therapeutic. I would never used to be into it, but writing stuff on paper and getting out alone with your thoughts and realizing like where this shit is stemming from is really beneficial. So let's just use me as an example. When I was first starting this podcast, like I had to overcome so much fear. I was like, there's no way I'm putting myself out there like this. There's no way I'm doing this. And judgment was one of my biggest fears, especially judgment from peers or people that I knew. So that's the first fear. I said, what is the worst that could happen? Well, I could get fired from my current job because maybe they find this podcast and they're like, bro, what are you saying on that shit? Like, get the fuck out. Or maybe like I am trying to apply to a nine to five job and they find this podcast and they're like, no, we can't. And honestly, this podcast isn't that bad anymore. Like, it's quite wholesome now. <laughs> Back in the day, it was not like that. But I deleted those episodes. So, um, if you're trying to find them, sorry. I mean, it was fun. Like, I think that was, like, one of my true sides back then. Like, I keeping it fun, funky, and fresh. But yeah, that was definitely my fear. I mean, I guess I'm still have a fear of being judged because I don't really portray this real version of me out into the world. Like if you were to, if you were my coworker or something and you were to meet me, like this is definitely a very guarded upside. But next question was, if that were to happen, how would you bounce back? And I was like, you know what? Maybe I would take it as a sign from the universe and realize my worth and maybe continue this like entrepreneurship or something where I'm self-employed and the final question will I survive yes like I'm not gonna die from getting fired from a minimum wage job or not working a nine-to-five job like I'll be fine another fear I have is failure which I feel like I have to do a whole episode on failure because this is like a whole thing you can get into but what's the worst that could happen? I'm like, maybe I could go bankrupt, lose a lot of money, maybe go back to old ways and get very discouraged. How am I going to bounce back? I was like, you know what? Everyone fails and this is normal and you kind of have to fail in life. And I would just try again. And will I survive? Yes. It's not going to kill me if I fail. You know, um, next fear I have, I'm not going to go through all these, but I'll just like do, do a few more. Rejection you know, this is like actually a huge fear of mine. I feel like I've gotten better at this and I'm going to talk about like specifically rejection therapy next, but um, really quick, what's the worst that could happen? Maybe I don't get my dream job. Maybe I get a lot of hate from people. Maybe this spikes my anxiety even more. And then I'm like, how would I bounce back? You know, maybe it's a universal sign. Maybe I'll keep trying. Will I survive? Yes. But obviously I went to more detail than this. I'm just like giving you the broad another fear I have is that 
in the end like say this podcast is super successful and blah blah blah, whatever however it's meant to be what if I'm still not happy in the end like what if I still wake up in a sad mood I don't feel internally at peace I realize that all this money and stuff I have doesn't buy happiness and I'm like if this were to happen how would I bounce back well I would practice gratitude meditate maybe seek therapy to I mean, I'm currently in therapy, but to, you know, fix my internal state of being. And that's why I need to build the roots for this right now. Will I survive though? Yes. Okay. Like not being happy isn't going to kill me. Well, you know, depending on how you look at it. But again, you can kind of see like I tend to spiral a lot and all of these deep rooted fears that I'm having are spiraling. Now, those were just kind of fears like based on, you know, this like social media presence that I have I mean I don't really have like that big of a presence I guess more so of the podcast but and I maybe I still do have a fear because I'm like not advertising as much as I would like to and I'm not really putting a lot of time and effort into doing that and I know I kind of have like a weekly crew that listens and I'm like good with that crew you know shout out you guys you're the home dogs and I like I don't really want to expand because maybe I am fearful of people like seeing this side of me but again a lot of journaling a lot of therapy helps with that so journaling is a huge way to like help this fear but what else can you do so I mentioned rejection now there's like a trend going around called rejection therapy and I want to talk about that right now so rejection therapy is basically like you do things where you know you're going to get rejected in order to like show your body and mind hey I've already done something uncomfortable like uncomfortable things is going to happen so I I'm going to be fine The best example of this I saw on TikTok one time was this girl just laying in the middle of the walkway in New York City, just like chilling on a towel. And someone went up to her and was like, why are you just laying here tanning or I don't know, she's doing something weird. And the girl's like, this is rejection therapy. You know, I'm getting a lot of dirty looks from people and I'm learning how it is to be rejected so I can go into the real world and handle rejection well. And another example I saw was... um, this girl like went into a store and asked a man to buy her a popsicle or something and the man was like bro what the fuck like no get the fuck away from me so you know just like getting rejected in the real world so that you can handle it better training your brain um another thing like especially because I'm a waitress right I had this conversation with one of my coworkers, and there is this one person that I like literally cannot stand and I'm like I don't understand how you deal with this person I don't even want to give this person any attention I don't even want this person in my life I never want to see this person ever again like I'm just have this all this anger my coworker was like you know it's important to deal with difficult people now because my my suggestion is like I'm just gonna ignore this person like I don't need to engage and I'm asking this my coworker, I'm like how are you engaging with this person and they said you're going to deal with difficult people in the real world anyway. I mean, not that that's like not the real world, but you know what I mean? He's like, might as well just do it now. You know, you're always going to deal with difficult people. So the more that you expose yourself to dealing with difficult people, the easier it becomes. And I've noticed that being a waitress for so long, because at first I used to really let it get to me what people thought about me and like if my service was bad and blah, blah, blah. And now like I am not afraid to tell people off like especially customers if with you know if it's appropriate but like I now feel a lot stronger I don't really let people walk all over me 
you know, because like this is my job and I'm not your server. Okay. I'm not your servant. I'm not like, you're not some rich person who like hired me to scrub your feet. No, I'm doing my job and I'm just bringing you food. Like it's not that big of a deal. The world isn't going to end, but the more I'm like exposed to dealing with difficult people, the better I'm getting at it. And again, it's like that rejection therapy. The more you get exposed to something, the better you are, especially when it comes to like bigger and badder problems. So the whole idea here is to like do things that are uncomfortable, right? Like ice baths, for instance, it's something that I really want to try, you know, the Wim Hof method, breathing into like that discomfort. I haven't done it yet, but like I really do want to do this. And it's just like becoming mentally stronger, doing something that you don't want to do. And then that it's like a, when you have a really good workout and you really didn't want to do it in the beginning, but you come out with that feeling of relief and you're like, this is great. I feel on top of the world. I feel like that's how ice therapy is. You know what I mean? Or cold therapy, whatever it's called. Um, solo traveling. Even if you don't, if you don't do a huge like six month backpacking trip, like I did, maybe going a weekend like three hours away by yourself doing something that's uncomfortable I feel like every major decision in my life was so uncomfortable like me wanting to dorm at college I did not want to dorm at all I was comfortable in my relationship I was comfortable being at home I was comfortable but I wanted discomfort and then it really paid off because I feel like dorming exposed me to a lot of different people and it just exposed me and led me on the path that I am now so every decision you make should come with a lot of uncomfort otherwise I feel like you're not doing it right and especially solo traveling and and not that nothing's like right or wrong but you know what I'm saying solo traveling was so uncomfortable for me I was thousands of miles away from people that I knew I was forced to like find my way live out of a backpack take care of myself like that was so uncomfortable would I do it again probably not that long and that extreme but I I do think being uncomfortable made me stronger as a person and I do have like little fears you know what I mean so I'm like I feel like I'm kind of scared of heights I don't know a little scared of heights so what did I do when I went to San Diego I rock climbed and I went to the top of that damn rock and I was like you know what I'm on top of the world right now even though the person down below looked like a tiny ant I was like I felt so free and I still get scared every time I rock climb like it's like a weird fear I'm trying to heal I don't know I just think like I just think exposing yourself more to what you're fearful of is just I don't know I think it's gonna help you out there's this quote that I saw that I think will tie into this really well and that is to be fully self-conscious means that you're perfectly aware of your limitations and how you might be hurt and then to make the decision to move forward into the unknown and the land of the stranger anyways that's one of the secrets to a good life. Boom. Let that sink in. So basically, like you acknowledge your fear, you know your fear, and courage is really to just take action despite your fear. You walk in towards your fear. That's what I did. I was scared to be alone. Boom. I'm going on a solo trip with no access to anyone. I'm going to go to Thailand in a few months with no service. Like none. That's fucking terrifying i'm gonna be with like a group you know it's a volunteer organization so it's not like i'm gonna die okay knock on wood but um you know what i like i do have a fear of being alone i think so you know what i'm gonna push myself into actually being alone and then physically removing any contact with people back in america 
that's terrifying. And am I crazy for doing this? Yes, probably. But I really think that we are on this planet to learn. Like think of earth as a big teacher, a big classroom, and you're here to learn. And I just don't, I have a really hard time wrapping my head around that we just came to this planet to like work a nine to five and just be in a robotic mode and die. I genuinely think our either we came here to help shift humanity somehow or we came here for a personal benefit to help our soul grow however to the next level something like that so I'm going to take advantage of it and I don't I think another fear I have is dying with regrets like I am more scared of being 80 years old and saying to myself, oh, I kind of wish I went on that solo backpacking trip. I wonder why I didn't go when I was younger. Now it's too late. I'd rather would have just gone. Just go. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's my biggest advice is just go. Because you go try something out and at least you tried. You can always come back. But not even leaving in the first place, that is where fear is rooted. But just go. And again, write down that technique that I said what's the worst that's gonna happen you're gonna be fine you're not gonna die you know it's been now a year since I came back from Europe and I'm like wow that went by so fast I'm really glad I did it and I was fine I was literally fine I had so many fears I'm like oh my god I'm I'm gonna like do this and that and blah and I'm like bitch shut the fuck up like you're fine so really getting to this root of what are you afraid of because this could just be a mask of something deeper rooted like where it's coming from fear comes from maybe there's like generational trauma and generational fear that you need to heal maybe it's fear you had in a child like fear of not being good enough where is that stemming from is that stemming from your parents or maybe childhood friends or something like that this is what what you get the benefit of journaling like when you write all this down so you kind of have this broad understanding of what you're afraid of. Now decompose it into smaller problems and really analyze it. Maybe talk this out with a therapist. Talk this out with a friend. Talk this out loud in your room by yourself or just write it down. And I think another technique like besides meditation and stuff like that is visualization and writing down the new you and like visualizing this new version of you who isn't afraid of taking risks and making these steps I mean again you don't want to completely get rid of fear but you want to take a step into the unknown because I think that will just evolve your soul evolve your mindset make you grow stronger as a person and who doesn't want that you don't want to like stop being a scaredy cat you're gonna be fine baby girl you're gonna be fine stop sitting in your room crying being like oh my god you gotta just do it like that that's the thing like I have so many fears in my life and if I were to let there if I were to sit there and let my mind spiral and absorb all, you know, and like control me and I live in that state of fear, that's such a low vibrational frequency and you're just going to attract more negative thoughts. So stop with the negative thinking, learn not to engage in it and just do it. Like literally Nike, just, just do it, baby. I don't even know how to like expand on that like you literally have to because I've done it you know what I mean I'm your walking proof that it can be done realize your fear and just face it head on that's all I gotta say so on that note thank you for listening this week 
go jump in that cold river (laughs) don't get hypothermia though please be safe walk into the unknown and you got this i'm gonna be doing it right alongside with you i keep putting myself in uncomfortable fearful situations and every time i'm like why am i doing this and i'm like oh you know what it's for the plot it's all for a part of the plot of your life okay life is gonna be fun you chose to be on this planet you chose to reincarnate on this planet at this time what does your soul need to learn right now what does your soul crave allow your soul to grow don't just be like the stagnant energy who didn't do anything with their life okay boring all right illy thank you bye (laughs)